Grace, mercy, and peace to you from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Please be seated. Our sermon text is John 8, just read. Being a slave versus free. What does the Reformation mean for us today? What did Reformation mean for the Jews approximately 2,000 years ago? If Martin Luther made a stir in the Roman Catholic Church in 1517, look at our text in the original Reformation, if you will, of Christ's church on earth, as he explained to the Jews gathered around him their position of being slaves. There needed to be a great Reformation brought to their way of thinking. He was speaking to people who were his followers, but they were not listening to him and following was becoming more and more difficult. They rejected the idea that they needed liberating from anything. They had never been slaves. It is difficult to see how they could come to this assessment given their time in Egypt and captivities they had endured, but their confession was quite contrary to the earthly and spiritual truth. They believed they were Abraham's seed and had the promise of salvation. Problem was, Salvation was standing directly in front of them, and they failed to make the connection. They hung their hope on Abraham and the promise given to him and his heirs. As such, they claimed it for themselves. They looked back into history and for, the, for confirmation of their standing before God as they laid claim to being his people. What was it they refused to hear? Jesus had told them in verse 24, preceding our text, I told you that you would die in your sin, for unless you believe that I am he, that, that I am he, you will die in your sins. In verse 34, he says, everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. Only the Son can set you free. They did not believe Jesus, so they were enslaved by sin. They needed to listen to Jesus and be set free. Martin Luther, at first, did not understand either. He studied, he worked, he confessed, worked some more, studied some more, and abused his body, even beating himself because of his sin. Even as a monk's monk, he knew that he was trapped and enslaved. However, he thought it was the fact that he was sinful that was causing his slavery. As he labored, he never could find freedom from his sin. Every time he turned around, he saw sin at work in his life. He could not free himself from sin and see the mercy of God. He, like all people, Christian or non-Christian, remain sinful. Does that mean that Christ has not set us free? Luther's slavery was not caused by his sin, but rather that he had not heard and understood the voice of Jesus in Holy Scripture. The message that Christ had already paid the price and justified all men before his Father in heaven had been cluttered and hidden by the noise of other teachings that did not conform to that of Christ's teaching, the teaching that Jesus was giving to the Jews as recorded in John's Gospel. It was obscured by the false teachings of the Roman church that Luther later thought to reform versus break away from. Not hearing happens in our day too. The voice of Jesus gets crowded out by 
false teaching, and the noise of things going on in and around our lives. Politics, anyone? That can certainly be a competing message that can conflict with Christian teaching. Granted, not all the time. What about twisting Jesus' teaching of salvation into a promise of riches and success now in this life? It is a message where the best where at best the cross of Christ is accidentally misplaced and in the worst case purposely hidden. What about the many things that daily take our eyes and ears away from God's Word and from taking just a little time to meditate on it and pray? The noise in our complex lives distracts us, calling us away from Christ, His Word and sacrament, and lures us toward the next shiny, sinful thing. Whatever that is for you, you know. I know what it is for me. Possibly we may celebrate this Reformation Sunday proud of our Lutheran heritage, our Lutheranness. And for the record, Microsoft Word does not understand that. Somehow, we forget to hear the voice of Jesus. I mean, after all, we are sons of Abraham, no, of, of, I mean, Luther. And well, you know, we confess what he confessed, and we all see him as a spiritual father of sorts. Well, tell some folks you're Lutheran, and they may get the very wrong impression about what you believe and confess. So what about Christ? Listen to Jesus and be set free. One question dominates John 8, really all of John. The question is, who is Jesus? In verse 8, Jesus speaks of himself as the light of the world. And confused, the Pharisees ask, who are you? Later in verse 58, he tells them, truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. And they picked up stones to throw at him. Their sinful nature does not want to have anything to do with God, neither does ours. Yet Jesus is always urging all to listen to him and to be set free. Jesus' confession throughout John's gospel is that he and the Father are one. To have seen Jesus is to have seen the Father. Jesus is the Son of the Father, come down, made flesh, suffered, died, buried, and raised. And yes, we are all adopted sons of Abraham. The preschool kids, kids have been helping me get my aerobic exercise with Father Abraham and many sons. Yeah, we are Abraham's children. But there's only one son of God who has lived the sinless life we can never live and won salvation for us on a cross. He has carried out the will of his Father as no one else can and died for our sins. He was trapped, not in a cloister to mentally and physically torture himself or in the noise of modern life that screams, no God, not now. His will was the Father's will. He was trapped with our sin, not his own, on a cross and in a tomb hewn out of stone. But it could not contain him. Death could not rule him. And Christ, the Son of God, lives and now says, if you abide in my word, and you are, tr you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. This is who I am. Listen to me. 
remain in me. Be set free from your fear, from your unbelief. Be free. Listen to Jesus and be set free. In Jerusalem, long ago, they would not listen and stop their ears. And not so long ago, God, by the power of the Holy Spirit, enabled Luther to open his ears to the voice of Jesus as he studied Holy Scripture. It was a voice that overcame his own conscience and set him free from his slavery to sin. It was a reformation of the way he saw the work of Christ. God in Christ was for him, not against him. It is a reformation promised in baptism, and we would do well to daily remember it and remind each other of it as we ponder the mystery of Christ's suffering in our place to set us free from sin, death, and the power of the devil. Georgia Lee and Mason Michael are basking in that realization now as newly born children of God, not just little Lutherans. It is a reformation we need daily as we, through faith, hold fast to the promise that Christ Jesus is for us and not against us. He says, yes, your sin is very great, but I am the perfect Son of God, and I am greater than your sin. You will not die in your sins. I already did that for you. You are mine. You are mine eternally. Can you hear him? Listen to me and not to the temptation that leads you into slavery. Listen to me, and you are free. You belong to me. I will protect you. Serve me now. It is what I made you to do. This is true freedom. Remain in my word and be free. Reformation is about having faith in the real, risen, living Christ who calls out above the din of all other noise to his disciples, The will of my Father, your Father, is that you believe in me. Fear, love, and trust in me above all else. Receive this faith and be free. Let us pray. O Lord, grant that this Reformation Day we hear the voice of your Son calling out to us. Open our ears, O Lord, so that our hearts and minds may always remain in Christ until the last day. And that until then we may be set free to follow Christ and abide in his will for our lives. To you, O Father, to your Son, and to the Holy Spirit be all glory and honor now and forever. Amen.